This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. To content and cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. If you want to learn how to take pretty pictures, this is not the place. But if you're ready to make a living by learning the business behind the camera, buckle up because it's time to turn passion into profit with your host, Ty Turner. We'll go to number one. Number one is pre-production. You should be using AI for pre-production purposes. Of course, I'm sure y'all using it for script writing, things like that. I still use ChatGPT. Some of y'all saying y'all getting echo. Some of y'all saying y'all not getting echo. So I still use it for ChatGPT when writing scripts, but there's other tools out there designed for you to write scripts, right? One of them I want to kind of touch on a little bit is Filmora. Filmora is a tool that you can use AI so that you can write scripts. It's designed to work with ChatGPT to write scripts. That is F-I-L-M-O-R-A. It's a tool that you can use whenever you're working with clients or you're doing this on the creative side to write scripts. It's an AI tool you should be using. I'll give people time to pop in and ask, get your questions ready. So that's number one. You should be using ChatGPT and AI for pre-production, script writing, and making sure that even if you're working with a client or you're doing a passion project, you can use AI to help develop characters. You can use AI to take what your client wants to say and say, hey, AI, give me this in 60 seconds. Hey, AI, make this more gripping. Hey, AI, write a hook into this. I use AI for multiple ways to create scripts. And these are things I used to hire writers to do. I just, I don't anymore. Um, no knock against writers, but it's just cheaper. It's cheaper, faster, and sometimes better to use AI for this purpose. Let's get to number two, AI for the purpose of post-production, right? Leveraging DaVinci Resolve for AI-driven video editing tasks like scene cuts uh, detection and audio syncing, um, using things like Topaz Labs AI. I'm sure you guys have seen the Topaz plugins that help make, you know, 1080p footage look like 4k or help make regular footage look a whole lot sharper topaz labs has it on lock with the ai um but then there's a lot of other ai tools i like to use like opus which is really good at pulling clips out of long form uh content um so there's some great tools out there 
I've said it plenty of times, Gling and Descript are some of my favorite tools I like to use to edit. These are tools that you should be using. Keep in mind, this is something I want to kind of touch on a little bit as a, as a content creator, especially for a lot of you that are one-man bands, especially on the business side. These tools are designed to help you do your job effectively without bringing in more people. So very, very good tools to use if you are interested in, you know, taking your brand to the next level, your business to the next level. Number three way you should be using AI in 2024 for your video production or photography reason or video production or photography business is for website copy and sales funnels. Yes, we still need sales funnels. Yes, we still need to turn a viewer or yeah, a viewer or a visitor into a lead and then turn that lead into a client. If you're not good at doing this, you can literally tell AI what you're writing this for. Hey, AI, I have a website. We sell blank X, Y, and Z. Our goal is to convert visitors into leads. This is my call to action. What should my page say? It will literally break it down. I'm gonna give you one better. I'm gonna give you one better. Um, all of my, all of my uh, graphic guys. If you go and you're using Midjourney, here's a tip. This is a, this is a gem alert. It's a tip. If you're using Midjourney, you can ask it to design you a website. What should my website look like? And it will design your website. It'll give you the blueprint. Now, don't get me wrong. You can't copy and paste it, but it will give you the layout on what it should look like. Midjourney is a great, great tip and tool to do this. I've, it's amazing how AI is starting to generate websites and just give you the look. The goal is to give you the look and then you can implement it. Let me say this real quick because this, like, like everything is brought to you by our Capture and Convert Kit which is two easy payments of free 99 over on the flash film Academy website. That's five courses, two eBooks, go over there, get it is yours. Enjoy. It should help you land your first big client. Make sure I got any questions coming in on uh okay. Okay. We're good. All right. Um, let's get to number four. Cause this is something that people aren't really thinking about. And it is something I used to hire somebody to do. And I still did up until recently. But it's important that you start to use AI for this feature, and that is optimizing your website SEO. Um, there are two tools that's available. I like to use Market Muse or I like to use Surfer SEO. Those are two AI tools that help you um, optimize your web page SEO. I also I'm going to go back to ChatGPT for a second because I like to use ChatGPT to help me write news or blog articles, which are designed to drive traffic. You should be doing that. Your website should have a news or a blog section with articles designed to go after your target audience. It goes back to a lot of things about niche and all that good stuff we talk about. If you don't have one, you don't know what what article to write? How do I, if I'm a generalist, yeah, I can write an article about why photography is great for your business, but who's going to click on it? Who is it going after? Who is it designed for? That's why niche and things like this are so important. That's something we talk about big time over here. You got to develop that niche. So if you don't have a niche, you don't, who are you talking to? You don't even know. You don't know who you're talking to. So important that you start to figure that out as you move forward. Um, let's talk about last but not least something that's very important and that's proposals and emails, proposals and emails. 
proposals. I know a lot of you have proposals written, but I challenge you to use AI to help you rewrite that proposal so that the AI can work towards explaining some of the things that you sell, explaining your brand story, explaining why clients should move forward. AI will probably, if you tell it to, even if you just tell it to write a proposal, this is what I got, it'll give you something spectacular back. But I like to go through the process of what's going to happen with the client. That's me. We talk about that a lot um, on our member side of things where that, how important that is for your client, for them to understand the process. Um, so proposals is extremely important. And then emails. So not just regular emails that go out to your client saying, hey, how you doing? Yada, yada, yada. But having emails that that you have an email sequence, having an email sequence that go out to your client once they request information or request your free giveaway or they land on your page, having an email sequence will help warm up your client. This is something that you want to implement at least a five series email sequence for your client. Everybody that come to your page may not be in the buying portion of the buying stage. They may just be in the research portion. So let's give them what they're looking for. Let's stay on top of their mind. Let's stay in their inbox. You should have something like that. And look, an email sequence is freaking dirt cheap. Three years ago, you had to bring in a, a, a writer to write the emails. You had to have some high-end email company like ConvertKit or something like that to do it. Nowadays, you don't. You can have something like Squarespace email or MailChimp, which is fairly inexpensive depending on the size of your list. So you should have these things to warm up your clients. Plus, you should be pushing sales and things like that. But we, we, we're going to say that for another day. That's something that we like to talk about on the inside as far as your marketing. Y'all asking me where the client's at. I'm telling you where you can find them. I'm telling you where you can find them. The goal is to bring people to your site and convert them to clients. You got to do that. You got to go through the motions. You can't just jump on it. Everybody that land on your page don't know what they want. And I tell people all the time, and I even posted something like this in the community where I was working with um, a, a, a department of the city. Most people don't know what they want. They know they need something. They don't know what that is. So the goal is to make sure that we help hold their hand through that process. And if you can, that's where you add value. You want to go from being a $300 photographer to a $3,000 photographer. It all comes down to holding their hand and walking them through the process. That is where you add value. That is the part of your job that AI is not going to take. As far as the creative stuff, it's coming. But your ability to talk to a client and help them flush out their idea and walk and hold their hand and walk them through the process is what makes you valuable. That's what I need you to think about. We got to find other ways of showing value as the market change because the market changes and you need to adapt to how it's changing. If you read the book, End of Jobs, it talked about how certain industries that haven't changed in a long time face the most dramatic change. Cab drivers didn't change for 50 years, wake up, it's Uber. Hotels didn't change for 50 years, wake up, it's Airbnb. Well, guess what else stayed the same for a long time? Photography and videography stayed the same for a long time. The equipment on how to capture it has changed, but the way the business operates has stayed the same for a long time. You're going look at look at what's going on with stock images. Stock images were great. 
until mid-journey where I can literally type in exactly what I want and it'll create the image. It is about 90% there. It'll be there in three years. I can use my face to type up what I want to do. Hey, put me on a surfboard in, in you know, California somewhere surfing and it'll generate it. That's, that's a big blow to stock footage and stock images. It's coming. It's something that you need to prepare for. And if you're not prepared for it, you're going to have a hard time. Sorry, not sorry. I just want to be honest with you. We got to adapt and we have to change for what's coming. And you need to start to think about that within your business. Whether you've been doing this for 10 years or you're looking to start it this year, you need to hit the ground running and understanding where the market is. The market don't come to you. You got to go to the market. You have to adapt for what's coming. So I like to make sure we stay ahead of the curve here at Flash Film Academy and we do things looking forward. I don't want to teach you guys things like a lot of guys that used to work. I'm not telling you to go sell portraits on the corner. Them days are over with. It's a reason why they're not in Walmarts or JCPenney's anymore. It's a reason it's hard to find places to go take photos because it's just not needed as much. Thanks to iPhones and camera phones, we have photos of everything. In the 80s, you barely had pictures. I mean, look at, find pictures of your parents and grandparents. You probably got like 10. Now look at how many pictures you have of your kids. If you have kids, you took 10 today. So just think of where the industry is going. It's still a profitable industry if you know how to pivot, if you know how to make the changes, if you know how to move. If you don't, if you're still using old ideas and old, you know, philosophies, you're going to not make it. Sorry, not sorry. Those who embrace the change and change with it and understand that we're moving from quality to problem solving. We're moving from delivering, you know, 4K images to a client who didn't have access to 4K images, which they all do because they all got phones, to, so to, uh, to using our cinematic solution to solve their problem. And if you're not a problem solver, I got bad news for you. You're not going to make it. If your business and brand is not built around problem solving, you're not going to make it because that's everybody have a camera in their pocket. Everybody got 4K in their pocket. Everybody has perfect lighting because camera phones can detect faces and light it properly. Everybody have that. Every single person, you know, got 4K in their pocket. Just think about that. Just six years ago, we died for 4K on our camera. And everybody you know has 4K in their pocket walking around right now. You can't sell quality anymore as a, as a feature. It does, it's no longer a feature anymore. So what's next? If I can't buy more gear than the next guy and outshoot him quality-wise, what's next? My ability to solve a problem, my ability to tell a story. My ability to use my content to convert the, the viewer to do whatever the client needs them to do. Results matter. If you build your brand around providing results, then you're set for the future. If not, you're going to you're gonna have a rough time. So uh, I'll give y'all a second to post questions if y'all got them. If not, I'm going to go over the, the, the five ways you should be using them one more time real quick. Number five is pre-production. ChatGPT for more to write scripts for your clients. You should be using these tools with your client feedback. And listen, I've taken feedback and plugged it right back into ChatGPT from the client. 
and ChatGPT started writing based on that feedback from the client. It's what I love about it is compared to using a writer, which would take days to get back with me, ChatGPT is getting back with me in a matter of seconds. So now when a client send me over an email saying, hey, let's change this on the script, I can send them back a reply almost instantly with those changes. What that client think is my team is available and we are ready to handle this problem. My team is, uh, is on it. I want that client to feel that way because it makes our customer service look a lot better. Number two is post-production. Using tools like Adobe Photoshop and Lightroom's AI features. Using uh, DaVinci Resolve AI features. Using Topaz AI features. Using Gleam and Descript and, and companies or services like that to edit and, and shorten our editing bottleneck. Everybody I know say editing is the bottleneck of the company. It takes the most time. These are tools to help cut that time in half. And if you go back to a video I posted talking about billable hours, we talked about the importance of spending less time doing work and more time going to get new clients. These tools help you do that. It helps you increase your profit margins so you can have extra money to buy the gear you want or bring on extra staff or dump more money into marketing. These tools are designed to do just that. Number three is using AI to help with website copy and sales funnels. Use AI to help you write what's on your website. And I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna give you another little trick that I usually say for my gold members, but I'm gonna give it to y'all just to show y'all what y'all missing by not being a gold member, give a, once you determine your niche and your target audience, feed that information to AI so it can write accordingly. It's a big difference in what it will write if you tell it my target audience is dentists from the age of 55 and skateboarders in their 20s. The way it writes the copy is completely different because each target audience Certain words hold different weight to each target audience. The way it's written, the way it's said to each target audience is completely different. It's not a one size fit all with copy. Understand who your target audience is. I should have put that up, but understand who your target audience is and have AI design your copy to speak directly to that target audience and watch your conversion rate go up. These are things these are things you got to think about. Number three or number four, I'm sorry, is optimizing website SEO. This is something as well. I want to make sure I feed my target audience to, to the AI system as I, as I go after these things, as I look to create these things. Because your target, your AI needs to understand who is this for so that we can design it for that person so that we can make it easier for them to land on your page and convert. It's a lot easier to know who you're trying to, or, or it's a lot easier to convert people when you know who you're trying to convert. It's a lot easier to fight your enemy when you understand the strengths and weakness of your enemy. You know how to attack them. Even if you're outnumbered, you know how to attack them because you know what their strengths and weaknesses are. If you have not determined that and you just filming just to be filming, it's going to be rough for you. Last but not least, you should be using AI to generate dynamic proposals, not just on the way they look, but the information that's on these proposals. I'm going to go back and punch you for the fifth time in the throat about having a niche and an ideal client, because guess what? What will help you pull a trigger on the sale and what will help your mother pull a trigger on the sale are two completely different things, two completely different formats and styles of writing. 
it's a big difference between audiences. You need and look, you're a small company, right? You 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 need to hit as many home runs as possible. You don't got time to strike out. You need to be very uh, direct and on point with your client. You need to make sure the writing speaks directly to them and not to everybody. People, the future is about personalization. People want to feel like this is for me. That's why every marketing company send emails with your name on them. That's why everything is about personalizing what you get for you because people want, want it personalized. They don't want a general one-size-fit-all campaign or marketing they, they want it to fit them in their style so that's so important and these are things that you need to think about you need to you need to implement these things into your everyday business that's why i said when you start sending out emails and you grow that email list you can send out emails with the with the reader's first name and address it to them they feel like it's personalized this, this is for me i need to read it very important that you start thinking about that so you also, your proposals need to be written properly for your target audience, as well as your emails, like I said, need to be written properly and for your target audience. You should be using AI for both of those. Unless you got some tight buddies as writers that you can submit something to them today and they give you something back in an hour, you should be using AI for that. It's something you really need to consider and implement into your business if you want to close more sales. So those are your five things you need to be working on, five things you need to be worried about, five ways to implement AI into your business. And if you're not doing it, you should, you're late. You should have been implementing it in 2023. It's, you got to jump on it. You cannot duck the AI movement. You need to jump on it. You need to be a part of it right now. If you're sitting around scratching your head saying, I'm going to wait, I'm going to pick this up next week, it's going to be too late. You're going to be behind the curve. If you don't, if you've never used, and there's a lot of people who've never used ChatGPT that's looking at this video, like, well, what is that? Trust me, you need to go, just go play with it. Go, go to ChatGPT and just play with it. Just type in some commands. Just talk to it. Have a conversation. It will blow you away. You should be using this in your business now. You should have been using it last year. I'm gonna be real with you. There's no way to beat around the bush. You should have been using it last year. So, with that being said, we got no questions. We got no questions about AI. Uh, let me see. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. See, I film my own creative content on YouTube, uh, food reviews. Editing is something I have a passion for. Um, someone asked me to shoot them a small commercial. Should I, ch should I charge? Even even though this is not in my niche. Absolutely. You should definitely charge them. You should definitely charge them. 
those are what we call layups. So so Wednesdays we have accountability meetings over on the platform. Uh, here, there you go. We have accountability meetings and we have a lot of questions like this. Those questions make a lot of sense because sometimes you get what I like to call layups. They're outside of your niche, right? And, and the example I always use to people who are familiar is Olive Garden. They sell cheeseburgers. That's not what they're about, but they got a few on the menu just in case somebody kid don't want spaghetti that night. They got chicken tenders and cheeseburgers and a few other items that aren't Italian food that they offer. That's not that's not what they specialize in. That's not their target audience. That's not their niche. But they got a few in their back pocket and they probably sell a lot. So layups are fine. It's OK. Don't let it pull you from what you're trying to go after and who you're trying to present your brand to. Go get the bag. I'm, gonna, I'm never going to tell you not to get the bag. Go get the bag. Use that money to help, you know, bolster your brand. Definitely. So with that being said. I want to keep it short and sweet. I just wanted to come in, punch you in the throat a few times and head on out. So I'm going to definitely do that. And uh, y'all enjoy the rest of your day. Till next time, be inspired, be creative, be profitable. You've been listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and go to our webpage at www.flashfilmacademy.com 